in the last 10% of the time, you will quickly go from an awareness that you're succeeding to succeeding. This is The Playbook. We've got a question here on Clubhouse from Blaine. Blaine, if you can please unmute yourself and feel free to ask your question. Welcome to the Clubhouse. I appreciate it. Uh, My question today is in regards to growth and acceleration. I know a lot of times it's often hard for us to see the progress or growth that we're making. What would your advice be to not be discouraged by that? Well, the interval of time that creates the growth and acceleration exists between cause and effect, the causes that you put in and the outcomes that you receive. And the reason that people quit and don't see the outcome or don't see the effect is because they're still stuck in man-made constructive time. And it takes about 90% of the man-made constructive time, the 24 hours, the 1,440 minutes that you're given each day, it takes about 90% of the time that you're going to spend pursuing an outcome, it's going to take 90% before you even are aware of any success, acceleration, or growth towards that outcome. And this becomes very discouraging with positive behavior. It becomes very interfering with positive behavior, especially if you're putting your attention and intention on the outcome because the relative time becomes longer and longer, the more you tell yourself, I can't wait to get there, why aren't I there yet, et cetera, et cetera, I'll be happy when I get there. Those are resistant creating situations when we're putting our attention and intention on that outcome. In order to accelerate and grow, you need to appreciate those causes every day. You need to add value, appreciate those causes every day. And we do so by paying attention to the what, but also the who, who can help us, speeds it up, that creates acceleration, and who we can help, uh, which also not only speeds up the acceleration, but provides growth because we're creating an entire community of sponsors and power sponsors, a community of sponsors, people that know people that can help us, a community of power sponsors, people that can help us and they know someone that can help us, uh, and that helps effectuate the acceleration in the how, how it's gonna get done, both in the mindset side of things with the theories of relativity by focusing in on how do I get there faster? What can I do to enjoy the journey? All the different mindset and focus things comparatively to I'll be happy when I can't wait for. These types of uh, actions, sayings, and thoughts will only slow you down. Uh, So to get acceleration and growth, you have to understand the aggregate effect and the compounding of behaviors and positive behaviors. It will take about 90% of the man-made constructive time to become aware of the progress that you've made. In the last 10% of the time, because of the compounding of the effect of the causes, you will quickly go from an awareness that you're succeeding to succeeding in that last 10%. But most people quit in the 90% because they start listening to other people and then negative voices come up in their own head, fear, doubt, void, shortages, and obstacles. And they start focusing in on what other people think, fear, void, shortages, and obstacles. And that's what they get, what's missing, what they don't have or what other people think. And and then they end up quitting. Uh, That for sure has a zero success rate. I've never met one person that's quit that has succeeded. Uh, But 
in the same respect, you can practice negative behaviors or positive behaviors. Both will aggregate. And one takes a lot longer than you think it will. The other hits you as if it just happened overnight. Those are the aggregate effect, acceleration, and growth of negative behaviors. Great question, Blaine. Thank you so much. Jake, do we have someone online to ask a question? Yes, we do. Mike Mamola is here. Mike, what question do you have today for Dave? Hello, everyone, and good morning. Dave, thank you so much for turning me on to Think and Grow Rich and all of the incredible lessons that are in there. And I, I too, now read that often, so thank you for that. And so applying some of those lessons, once we get ourselves into the right mindset, as, as you know, I'm down here in Miami at the Bitcoin uh, conference. What, once we get ourselves into that right mindset, how important do you think it is with what's going on in technology for us to learn those lessons and then apply it with, with what's going on? So everything changing with cryptocurrencies and NFTs, how can we use some of what's happening and how important do you think that is in helping us improve the quality of our lives? Yeah, well, the biggest misuse of time, and it's a great question, Mike. Thank you so much, one, for joining us from Bitcoin 2022, which I know tons of people are at, and it keeps doubling the aggregate effect of uh, digital currency, which is going to definitely change our life by democratizing and allowing us to have fragmented ownership, as well as uh, being able to utilize the world economy uh, to our benefit. But more importantly, you know, when we learn lessons, the biggest misuse of time exists between the problem and the solution. So what we should be looking at in any industry uh, is the idea of learning fast. So, uh, you know, if we can learn fast uh, between the problem and the solution, right? Because once we learn the lesson, there is no problems or only the solution. Uh, that is the biggest misuse of time because people have to, you know, think about, you know, learning these lessons. They go ahead and just focus in on what the problem, and then they wonder why they get more of the problem. And if instead they focus in on the solution, they're utilizing their time in a much more efficient, effective, and statistically successful way. So life is about those lessons, and those lessons uh, can be learned swiftly if we utilize the pragmatic tools taught in Think and Grow Rich, taught by the five daily practices, if we know our what or who or how or now, we apply the why and learn those lessons much faster than those people that attract or attach their emotions to outcomes without learning lessons. This is where the biggest misuse of time exists. The interval of time is created by the differential or delta between cause and effect. The biggest misuse of time is between problems and solutions because people focus in on the problem instead of the solution. And they can't enjoy that consistent, persistent pursuit of the solution, of the potential. Fast learners are great learners. Uh, fast learners make the most mistakes. Uh, so the greatest home run hitters in the world have also struck out the most. Uh, the greatest basketball players in the world have also missed the most shots in history. So don't misuse time. Focus in on the solutions, not the problems. Make as many mistakes as you can fast and learn from them, be a fast learner. I don't believe in failing forward or failing fast. I believe in learning fast and making many mistakes because those mistakes, failures and setbacks are indicators that you have a lesson to learn so that you don't misuse the time between the problems and solutions, especially in new technologies uh, like crypto, uh, like NFT, those capabilities will exist for a long time, just like the internet exists, just like wire wireless exists, 
in at the very beginning of each of those web 1.0, web 2.0, and now web 3.0, there's a ton of people that thought the ends were the solution, not the means. So, uh, you know, all the companies that failed during the internet, the internet didn't fail, the companies did. Wireless didn't fail, all those companies did. Crypto is not going to fail, NFTs aren't going to fail, but the companies will. And about early on, uh, because companies look at the ends, not the means, they do not look at the market, the market makers and the margins. They look at only the emotional side of things without doing pragmatic business vetting. The 90% of the companies will fail, but crypto uh, won't fail. NFTs won't fail. Wireless won't fail. And the internet won't fail. But many companies will because they are focusing in on the wrong things. They're misusing uh, time by focusing in on the problems, not the solutions. Thank you, Mike. Great question. Have fun at Bitcoin 2022. Learn a lot. Thank you. Will do. And everybody down here is asking about you. And it's a lot of sense of love. So thanks. <laughs> Thank you. You can just tell them that I prioritize the masters over Bitcoin 2022. <laughs> and I, I will, especially with my family here. So everyone can join me. I love uh, the master of giving, loves to host people down here at the masters. And family, friends, and associates are now down here making it even a more unique and better experience. So, Mike, maybe you, you can miss Bitcoin one year and come to the masters with me. Does that sound fair? Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> cool. Everybody heard you. Perfect. Uh, question online. It's one of my favorite questions that I ask in, you know, my shows is what's the legacy you want to leave? And the simple legacy I want to leave is kindness. Uh, you know, if I can teach people to be kind to their future self by doing good deeds and the best deed that you can do is to be healthy, happy, appreciative, and loving. See, the purpose in your life is the thoughts about your purpose. And the thoughts that you should have about your purpose are forgiving and loving thoughts. I'm going to repeat that because it is a formula that so many people are searching for and a legacy that I want to leave as a kind person to be kind to my future self by leaving the legacy of understanding that my purpose are my thoughts about my purpose and the thoughts about my purpose are forgiving and loving thoughts. Even to those that attack me, even to those that have judgments and conditions that they put upon me, even to those people that I misunderstood or misconstrued or project my own insecurity on, my own judgment, my own separation, void shortages and obstacles, in the end, the thought about my purpose is my purpose. And those thoughts should be forgiving and loving thoughts. And if I do so, we will see acceleration, growth, and happiness as we provide kindness to all by having the right purpose and thoughts about purpose. Do we have someone online? We sure, uh, at Clubhouse? We sure do. Lisa Wood, welcome to the Clubhouse. If you can please unmute yourself and feel free to ask Dave your question. Hi, good morning. Um, thank you for this for this opportunity. I question was really David Moore for on behalf of my father. He is preparing to sell his company and he's never really had the best business advice. He's really gone through the ringer in terms of of hard lessons learned, like like everybody. But my question is, what would your best advice be to 
make sure you have the valuation of your business correct before going and accepting offers. He's gotten lowballed so many times before. And what also would be your best advice for uh, setting up an exit strategy and succession plan? Yeah, look, great question, Lisa. And this is a key place where mentorship uh, comes into play, the quantitative value of mentorship. You know, Sharon Lecter wrote a book, Exit Rich. You know, she is an expert. I coach people on the timing and risk tolerance of exiting and understanding your bottom line and perceived value and how to derive your bottom line and to decipher two different things, derive a bottom line and decipher your perceived value or your offering price. Uh, and in order to do that, there's some great books out there like, uh, you know, the the a slice of pie or, uh, you know, there's a Yale professor that talks about abundant negotiation and how to derive mutual benefit in the exit strategy of a business. Um, but I would suggest to your father to find someone that has, uh, you know, hit the ball a thousand times, you know, utilized as a coach, uh, an exit strategy uh, that allows you to find the bottom line and perceive value. So that you don't waste any time with low ball offers. You simply tell them, sorry, this is my bottom line uh, and create value or practice articulating the quantitative value of the business so you don't get low ball. And the better you articulate that quantitative value. But in this situation, there is to me only one solution. Get a mentor. You know, I, I, you know I've exited tons of businesses, worked with people, exited tons of business. And I am almost embarrassed with what I knew when I exited my first business compared to where I am today. And that only came from accelerating my learning curve by asking people uh, that have done it before. So uh, please email me if you want, you know, Sharon's contact. I'm more than happy to help. I'm sure there's other people too, but Sharon Lecter uh, is extraordinary at this. She wrote a book called Exit Strategy and I'm more than happy to help too. Sharon's been my mentor uh, as well if she's not available. So email me, David, at the email to tell everybody the easiest way to get to where you want to be is find someone that has already been there or is there and ask them for directions. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you, Lise.